Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. One of the goals of this show is to bridge the knowledge gaps between brands and influencers. And... One of those gaps, it's always a very, very hot topic, is pricing. And the reason that this is such a controversial topic is because there's no right way of doing it, right? From the influencer side, every creator prices themselves differently because each of you has a different lifestyle that you are looking to achieve, are needing to fund, all of that varies, right? And then from the brand side, brands price creators differently based on their marketing objectives, based on their levels of respect towards creators and previous experiences they've had working with creators, how important is it, is the influencer marketing strategy for them, etc. All of that varies per brand. There's one pricing strategy though that a lot of brands use and it irritates me every single time. I don't support the strategy and frankly I don't really see how it is a strategy to be honest, but a lot of brands use this and it's called CPV cost per view and it's exactly how it sounds um it's pricing vanity metrics so it's assigning a a cent amount not even a whole dollar amount okay assigning anywhere from like three to eight cents on average to whatever your average views are and then generating a rate based on that and a lot of brands use a lot of brands use this. I actually found out recently one of my favorite brands that I personally use within my business to organize my business um, uses the same exact strategy, and they got called out majorly on TikTok for this by a creator that they approached with a collaboration offer, and it so happened that the head of influ- influencer marketing of this brand <laughs> was revealing how they price creators, and then it just kind of blew up in their face. So. Cost per view is the pricing strategy that irritates me the most because it perpetuates the importance of views and engagement and follower count. It basically says that's your influence. That's it. That's the only thing that is important about who you are as an influencer it's how many views you can generate it's what your engagement rate is and how many followers you can get and like brands are not the only ones doing this there are tons of management agencies that prioritize this as well and they'll say something like we can't represent you until you have a hundred thousand followers and that's it that's the arbitrary reason um the the reason why this is so irritating is because it forces you to believe as an influencer that that is the extent of your influence that is the only thing that matters 
that is how you become an influential person is by getting a lot of views and a lot of engagement and followers. And the reality is that that is simply not true. If you reverse engineer any successful influencer, Kim Kardashian, Jackie Ina, Mariana Hewitt, Ami Song, Tezza, you will see that at the core of their influence is a very strong personal brand. In other words, if I were to walk into a store, I could go to the exact items that I know Jackie Ina would pick out from the store, Kim Kardashian would pick out from the store, Tezza would pick out from the store. Or I could be like, these influencers wouldn't even walk into the store for XYZ reasons. And those are all very small indicators of the fact that like they have a very strong personal brand. And that's why brands invest into them ultimately, the right ones. And that's how the influencer is also able to be more selective with the brands that you work with because you say, well, I know who my audience is. Not just where they're located, not just how old they are, not just, you know, percentage of male to female, but like, I know who they are as a person. If I create a sim to represent my entire target audience, this is what they would look like. This is where they would live. This is their interest, their personality, the stores they'd shop at. And in order for them to feel seen and related to within my community, this is the kind of person I need to be in order to make them feel as though I am their best friend or I am their big sister or I'm like the girl boss they want to be or whatever it is that you want to achieve or how you want to make them feel emotionally within your community. And frankly speaking, it's stuff like cost per view that makes you delay your progress in building a personal brand. Because you think, well, if brands are the ones funding influencer marketing, basically, right, then they're right and I'm wrong. So if they have a cost per view strategy, then that means that's what influence is. And that's just not the case. It's just not the case. From a brand's perspective, I think it's a, I think it's not a, I don't think it's a strategy even because if you are working with influencers based on how many views they have, then you'll basically select almost any influencer. And that's already happened. Like literally this brand that I mentioned earlier um, got hella exposed on the internet because not only were they pricing a creator on cost per view and underpricing him, they weren't even taking into account, you know, production, his personal brand, his niche, um, exclusivity, any type of creator licensing, None of that. None of that was taken into account in the rate. It was just based on views. Not only that, but they were trying to hire a creator for a back to school campaign. And he literally goes like, dude, I'm not in school. So then that makes you as the brand look super dumb because that shows because you don't prioritize personal brands and niches or apparently have no idea that they should be prioritized, I guess, you're now picking creators that are completely wrong for your campaign. And the even sadder part is like, if a creator is already an organic consumer of your product and dedicate a large majority of their content to your product and they like have, you know, they drive traffic to your website or they host templates on your website or whatever, That means a large majority of their community and their audience is already probably also then a consumer of this company. 
if that is part of the creator's content strategy. So then they've converted people organically. And if you're if you're a brand who's like, oh, cost per view, that's the only thing that matters. And you're saying like, that's not important. The conversion skills, these sales skills that not everybody has, that's like a real skill set. It's a talent in some ways too. Somebody literally influenced another person to buy this product and you're saying, well, that's not important because you don't have enough views. It's just not, <laughs> like even saying that out loud is so dumb. So be very careful of the cost per view strategy and don't be afraid to come back to the brand and say, I am not my views. That's not the most important thing about me. Let's talk about what I can bring to your table. Here's my personal brand. Here's my niche. I've already con converted organically this percentage of consumers to your brand, if you have knowledge of that. Or say, look, I have screenshots of people saying they subscribe to your product or bought your thing or whatnot. Bring that to the table. That's influence. You are affecting and impacting and thus influencing people's lives. And that is a skill, okay? It's not as easy as the internet makes it seem. And you need to be celebrated and properly compensated for that. Fuck the cost per view. Negotiate for yourself. You are not your views. You are not your metrics. I understand that that right now is kind of the only way of measuring influence. But there is more to you. And you are here to build a full-time career out of that. So advocate for yourself. Point blank. Period. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.